You're listening to the A Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. Oh, it feels like only yesterday we were doing a podcast. That's funny to me. It feels like it was about five minutes ago. I guess it could have been yesterday, because we are... And then... Are we? Anyway, it, um... They don't even know what we're talking about. No, you have no idea what we're talking about. Anyway, it's Sunday, September the 12th. We're broadcasting from the future. <laughs> um, Our future, your past. Yeah. We'll explain later. We won't confuse you. 2010. This People is... don't like unsure things. They don't like to be confused. We will explain later what Let's just say... They could have not been a podcast this week, so we are broadcasting from the future. Sunday, September the 12th, 2010. This is after the show number 139. The movie we're going to be looking at this week is McGruber. McGruber, with a capital G. Uh, And this is on Blu-ray disc. It's a 2010 movie, 2010 Blu-ray release. It'll be released on Blu-ray Tuesday the 7th of September, so in your past. Our future. Correct. Uh, and uh, it's it's on Blu-ray and DVD. It's from our friends at Universal. And you're going to tell us what this movie is all about. Oh, I am. Um, this is a... What do you call it? Like a... Um, not a piss take, because that's a British term. Parody? A parody movie of... Or attempting to be in a parody movie of, like... The MacGyver concept, you know, a dude who can make anything out of, like, spit and a paperclip. And uh, he has, like, an arch nemesis who killed his bride on their wedding day. And now this dude's back, Val Kilmer, as the bad guy with a nuclear warhead. Of course, the ultimate bad guy thing. And um, he has to assemble, MacGruber has to assemble a team, like an A-team kind of a thing. Doesn't quite It's work a bit out. of a hodgepodge of 80s uh-huh. stuff. There's um, a love interest, there's some action, but it's mostly just a mockery of... Based on a Saturday Night Live skit called McGruber, uh. featuring the same actors. Right. Um, and directed by the same director. So yeah, if you're familiar with Saturday Night Live, which we are not, <laughs> so we came into this... I completely... am up to about 1981. Yeah, we came into this completely fresh, so we didn't know anything about McGruber. Uh-uh. So, so uh, yeah, that's pretty much nailing it down, right? <clears throat> so, what did you think of McGruber? Oh, hold on. What did you say about McGruber when you saw that we were going to review it? I didn't really care to watch it. I wasn't looking forward to it. There you go. And now that I've seen it, I can't say um, that my life would have been any worse if I hadn't seen it. I laughed a few times. It didn't really do much for me. I'll be really honest. I mean, I... No... Uh, so you didn't like it? No, if you were to turn back the sands of time, <clears throat> in reference to our last week's thing, and before we saw this movie, and asked me, should we or shouldn't we, I would say, and I already know, I'll say, no, don't worry about I it. I kind of thought, because I didn't know really nothing about it, apart from Kristen Wiig was in it, who... You love. Is if you weren't married to me, you'd be married to her. <laughs> she, I would uh, have her as my stand-up comedian in the house, so <laughs> comedian-style lady. Um, she's As opposed to the one She's hilarious. She doesn't even have to say anything to be funny, but we'll go into the cast later. Um, so I didn't know much about MacGruber, apart from that it look, I'd seen Val Kilmer was in it, and it looked like a kind of an action comedy. Um, I can't say, like, you 
sounded like you didn't like it at all. But I, um, for the first 15 minutes, I was thinking to myself, so what's funny about this at all? Like, because there's nothing that's making me laugh. There was a there was a little hint of like um, Team America or something. Yeah, like it, totally. Like it was going to go that way, like really super over the top, crude, and which it never really did. I wish it would have because I, I might have found that a bit more funny, you know. Um, and obviously that title sequence reminded me of Team America with the song. Yeah, they yeah. Made a fucking movie and stuff. Yeah. You know? um, so, but the first fifteen minutes, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna think this is funny at all because there's not really anything particularly funny about what's going on apart from some of the funny 80s references but then they do that thing where he assembles the team and what consequently happens there I actually found that to be pretty funny like because they did spend 15 minutes on that Um, not to spoil it but they spent 15 minutes yeah 15 minutes of the movie's running time for one joke which was kind of ballsy, in my opinion. And then after that, once Kristen Wiig was introduced, obviously I find her really funny. <laughs> and she is really funny in this movie. And there's some hilarious situations where she's in disguise. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to bring it up again. But she's not any different than she is in any other movie. When so. she's in disguise in this, in there's but a couple of disguises. That she is wears. a funny circumstance. It's hilarious. She's not any funnier than she is. No, in but if you movie. like her, you're going to like her in this. Yes, movie. exactly. Um, so once she was introduced into it, because she is what makes the m- movie funny for me, because the main guy, I, I can take him or leave him. He was funny in parts. There was a couple of things. It's not Anchorman. <laughs> um, and Ryan Philippe was... I thought Ryan Philippe was the saving grace for the whole movie kind of for me. Funny. I loved him. Because he's, he's a straight kind of man. He's straight man, yeah. And he's really good, because he's so intense. I mean, this movie's it's literally throw away it's, there's there's one idea that it is all hinged on um, and if you don't buy that idea or don't find that idea funny then it's going to be horrible you're going to hate it but I can't say I hated it I mean it was I can't recommend it a lot it had little glimmers of like re- I mean Val so, Kilmer has a couple moments know what, that are really right? good this is my problem the whole the character of MacGruber, obviously, it does. It's called MacGruber because it kind of sounds like MacGyver, and the character's kind of like a MacGyver guy. Well, we all know what MacGyver was famous for: making gadgets out of nothing and getting out of situations similar to the A Team. But they didn't use that hardly at all. Like he no. did, he made a couple of things, and he was crappy at doing it. And um, then maybe that's the joke. Then they forgot that. What I mean is, they never even let him make loads of different things and it always be crappy. Because, like, almost at halfway through the film, or even less, they he forgot, he just stopped making it. In fact, they, they they give him a gun and he said, oh, this is much better than making things, and they're not, they're not, then he's got a gun. So they kind of, that joke fizzled out. I was, what I was hoping was he was going to make crazy shit out of stuff. All like, the time, yeah. All the time, because that would have been a funny premise. But I don't know why they dropped that. Maybe they did it a lot in Saturday Night Live. Maybe. Um, and I mean, the movie starts with the credit sequence of him making stuff. When I was like, holy shit, this is going to be hilarious. Like, the A-team is unintentionally hilarious. Did he make stuff in the beginning? Yeah, he's on his bench, like, welding stuff and stuff. When they're doing the song, he's, we made a fucking move. 
Yeah, but nothing that's in the movie. No, nothing. But I mean, it, it's just a title. It opens sequence, on him yeah. in a title sequence, like doing the eighteen bit with the duct tape and all that. So yeah, I was that was a missed opportunity for me because they went away from that. Now everybody's hamming it up in this movie. Everybody, including Val Kilmer. Um, I don't think Ryan Philippe is except until the one point. Other yeah. than that, he's really serious. And I really like him. In fact, in that one sequence. I, he saved it for me. Because there are scenes when I'm over it already. I'm over the corniness. I'm over the, uh, the hamming it up. And he's right there to like cut into it with like that very nice face of his. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I was charmed out of being miserable half the time. I gotta say, there's another, there is some awesome scenes. One being, there's a really funny sex scene. Yeah. That, that starts like the sex scene from Top Gun, let's say. And ends... Not like, like that. Like, like reality. Not even like... No, not, it's like reality. No, not at all. It's like... It's weird. Maybe, okay, let's say a woman probably wrote that scene or probably had some input, because that is like reality. The, 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 it was, I thought that was hilarious, and yeah. that's where it kind of ventured into Team America territory, kind of. But the problem with it was, I think, is... The whole movie? Yeah, you either verge off into Team America, Bananas, or Anchorman, like, this thing is freaking crazy, like, we'll still say whatever and everything goes. Or you... Sh- you're kind of straddling the line, and I don't think they went far enough with this. Right. I think they were like, keep. They kept reining it in. Like I was expecting it to like be crazy, and we watched the unrated version. I was like, even expecting because they made a big deal. Oh, this is the unrated version. I don't know what the differences were, but I think we could probably pinpoint a couple. Now. Yeah, but I feel that they didn't go too far with it. Far enough. Far enough. That's, that's <laughs> what I mean. They didn't go far enough because. Yeah. Every time I thought a scene was going to get super funny, they didn't do what I thought they were going to do and then moved on to something else. I'm not sure if you, a Scully, not getting what you expected is uh, enough for that motivation for them to add that to the... What do you mean, like, what you expect? Like, The only thing I can compare is Team America. Now, I love Team America. It's absolutely... It's a diabolical movie. It's like... Everything about the movie is wrong. Like you, you, you're watching it thinking, I, I shouldn't even be watching this. It's so weird, and like that's you shouldn't say that. And that's what's funny about it, right? Borat is mm. another example. It's so outlandishly wrong. There's something that makes you go, "Oh my god, did he really say that?" That's it's actually hilarious, but maybe I shouldn't be laughing at it. This, well, there's a couple of scenes that were... There are of... some in this, but maybe not enough for me. Maybe I just like it a bit more raunchy or something. And this is an R-rated um, yeah. movie. It's not like a PG movie. It's like an R-rated. Um, some of the action scenes were pretty good. There was some weird CG yeah. gore. Every, everybody who bleeds or blood comes out. If somebody gets shot, it was like CG. So the thing that was getting me was, and you didn't notice it until I mentioned it, was when somebody gets shot in the head, for instance, and their head explodes in a cloud of blood. When they're on the floor, there's actually no blood anymore because it was... CGI blood. Yeah, so they didn't even bother to put a pool of blood or anything. It was, it was kind of odd, but there mm-hmm. again, if you watch the A-Team... Yeah. There was never any killing, was there, as no. far as... So and maybe they were trying to... Maybe that was a joke. I don't know. Hmm. So... 
for me, it's weird. I've got nothing to base it on because I don't know the Saturday Night Live thing. Yeah, me either. So it's not like I'm like, holy crap, I've been watching Saturday Night Live for three years and every time MacGruber comes on, I wet my pants because it's hilarious. Yeah. Right? And I know wet the characters. Your pants. That was a funny one. Yeah, and I know the characters and this is just like fan service to the extreme when they, when there they is say. A, there are, it's like a hand-picked set of moments for me that I actually laughed out loud at. Mostly at Kristen Wig, their name. Occasionally at the dude, the main dude, because he just the, the the thing of what he did is so like just laughable. I like it when he gets like, up in people's yeah. faces, like <laughs> but like not quite, like you know, <laughs> and kind of the. I mean, I'm not into the. Pre- I mean, I'm not a person who the airplane. I think was maybe the pinnacle for me of these sort of making fun of things movies. I really don't have. I just think it's adolescent. It's not always, it's not funny or charming. It's just those individual moments that I laughed at. I thought Val Kilmer was fine. In fact, I thought he was better than we've seen him in several movies. And he's just kind of a flippant, arrogant, rich, asshole kind of guy. But he does it very well. Now, I don't, if that's acting, I don't know. But I thought he was, you know. You know, it's got like a, it's a, it's a funny movie because it's got like, like almost like an Austin Powers vibe. But a bit more adult than Austin Powers, but still that stupid Without kind of... Without the comic bookness It's of not it. quite as funny as Austin Powers, in my opinion. I laugh more at Austin Powers, and that's not even a racy kind of thing, is it? It's, yeah. I mean, there are some sexy jokes and stuff in Austin Powers, but it's just more outlandish Austin Powers, and it does go where, you, you know, it's crazy. Whereas this, at some points, it's not... It, it gets a bit... Like you said, when she dresses up as him, that's really funny, just because it's just funny. Cause yeah. She's, and you don't... There's no, like his think his his plan doesn't every no one understands it. It doesn't make any doesn't, sense. And then there she's dressed like him, putting herself in harm's way for like no reason, and she just does it like okay, um, okay. And it's because that's the way she. I like is. it when she dresses like him and he's looking at her and he's like, <laughs> "You look really pretty." Look really, and, she's and she's like, like, "No, don't." No, she didn't say that. She said, "Don't." No, she didn't. She said, "Thanks." Yeah. Like, oh, is that a compliment? You know? um, and then, like, she has to dress as this like, terrorist dude. type of dude. Um, no, it's like a biker. Yeah, that's what I'm... I'm well, not to give any... But I, a... You gave it ter- away, not me. <laughs> terrorist. He's like a biker. Yeah, but he's also part of a terrorist cell. So, um, yeah, she dresses as him and looks nothing... Like, and she's even got blue a blue eyeshadow still on. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um... So yeah, it's like a it's a weird one for me because so you laugh at those moments. Yeah, I've nothing to base it on because I'm I'm assuming the people who are fans of MacGruber from Saturday Night Live will think this is like yeah. the best thing ever because it's like they made a movie of our little clip thing that we love. Sometimes it ruins it for people though, but no. Yeah. Um, so I've nothing to base it on, but what was there was like thirty percent funny. <laughs> That's pretty generous. You think? Yeah, for me, I'm thinking maybe twelve to fifteen percent. If I clipped out the parts of for me that were just actual lack I mean, of money, you could break it down in, like you say, into a series of sketches that were funny, and some of it wasn't. Like, like and then mine it without that. I think it was well done. Everybody does like a good job. Everybody. It's got like a the story. Do I care? Not really. It's a comedy, right? You don't really get. 
dug into the emotion. And it's not like things. a. I, I heard this was one of the things I heard about Maguba was, um, it's a cool comedy, outlandish comedy, but it's also a great action movie. It's also a great action movie, but I don't agree because the action was few and far between. Um, there was some shootouts yeah, that were kind of crappy, out. like. Um, there was no like big car chase or anything. Um, what you would find in an no action big movie? Stunts no, nothing big. Funny. Like them, there might have been an explosion, but it was not a big deal. Um, so no, I don't agree that it was like a great action movie because no, it wasn't. I mean, I was expecting some real high production values, action sequences thrown into a comedy when I heard that. But I kind of like Thunder. What was that called? Tropic Thunder. Yeah, that's in a fact. Big... Tropic Thunder did that really well. It made it like a stupid movie with action. Right, proper, but the funny scale. thing is, it was a stupid movie inside of a movie. Yeah, where it's not. I mean, it is serious. Tropic Thunder's a lot. They but... think they're making a stupid movie. Yeah, right. So you can laugh at them. Yeah, thinking Tropic Thunder's gonna... actually a really good movie. In my opinion, I loved <laughs> it, and I would rewatch and it. See, and... I like that one, but I think it's because they're also pointing out. It's not just you're yeah. completely in the story of the stupid um, making fun of or homage to or whatever it is. It's like that's inside of this other bigger Plus that picture. was super high quality. All the stunts and stuff were like a real action movie. Whereas this yeah. is like... There isn't much. There's a couple of people... I mean, there's a couple of shootouts which are fairly boring. Very boring. Um, there's a few... This was funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but for, it, it went on a bit too long. Yeah, it was yeah. funny for like five seconds and then I was done with it. So that I think that's where this movie lies in the... If you'd given me a, just a, a little more um, goofiness, maybe? I mean, it's, it's not goofy enough. It's like Anchorman, like... right? I love Anchorman. It's totally goofy the yeah, entire goofy. time. And what's funny about it is what they say. They don't really need to do an action piece. And there's a lot of awkwardness. Yeah, where you're like... Oh when this God. one, it's just straight up... Um, they're being serious, but being funny. I don't know. They don't do it individually poorly. It's just... It doesn't... That's why I said the me. first ten minutes of this movie. Kind of lost you already. I know, I know what it is going into it. I know what this movie is. But it has this, like, tone to it in the first 10-15 minutes where it's not particularly funny. They're setting up the story. There's a couple of jokes, but they're kind of crap. Like, I was like, oh, really? Is that the level of comedy this is, entire thing is? And the briefing with Powers Booth and all that. And I was like, you know, they're being very serious. Like, a lot. So is this movie one of those ones that's, like, quite serious and then occasionally there'll be some funny stuff? And then it when it did try to get funny, really funny, I don't think it succeeded the entire time. Like as it, like you said, the bit with the, with him waving guns around. That was supposed to be... Yeah. You can tell that that was a thing they'd put in the trailer because it's funny, like... But they tried to milk it. Like, they tried to milk it. I disagree off. with you that the first part was serious at all. It was so hammied up, my God. It was, but Powers it was... Powers Booth staring at the camera and then, like, making his funny face and, like, everything was over-dramatized to be funny. Yeah, but... I didn't find anything I serious guess, about it. I guess it. it wasn't funny is what I was getting at. Like, even if they think they're being over like Like, the briefing that they give to Rambo in Rambo. They were parodying it. But it wasn't particularly funny is what I'm getting at. I would have done it more over the top, just being goofy from the outset all the time, like um, Austin Powers. Like, we know what this is. 
we're just going to be stupid the entire time. Like, because that's why Anchorman's funny. It's stupid the entire time. Like, every single thing anybody says yeah. is, is stupid. Like, and, and makes well, you laugh. Well, it's stupid, but it's Makes funny. you laugh. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I mean, but this isn't. Like, they tried to set, like, half action. But I don't think they were. I think it was all funny. I think so, too. But I don't think it worked, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, for me, it didn't. Like, I was like... Get... I was like... Is this going to be any funnier than this? And it kind of was, but it kind of wasn't also. But I bet for you, every moment that was funny was Kristen Wiig. Every moment that was Yeah, it was, funny. because I don't know the main guy. Uh, the Will Forte guy, I'm not familiar with him. That doesn't make him unfunny. It doesn't, but I didn't find him particularly funny. She was more funny, and Ryan Filippi was more funny. I mean, he had moments, and I'm being totally honest, of absolute Some brilliance. of it was just so obviously... No, I thought it was brilliant. A couple of his reactions and the way he would do things, like the... Even really subtle things. I was like, yeah, that. I like that. It's good, because he's... I don't know what it is, but then the rest of it just seemed to... It kind of got gobbled up in the yucks of it all. Trying to be yuckety-yuck funny, I felt like. Yeah. But not in a good way. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. in Anchorman, Ron Burgundy, the character is Ron Burgundy. From the first... The opening of Anchorman where he's reading the news and he's reading and he's, pr- he's practicing, rehearsing before the news... You instantly, in 30, 40 seconds, know what that character is and how he's going to behave. And when he does start behaving, it's funny. Like I mean, it's well written. This one, I feel like they had a couple of ideas, of, but then tried to expand on it. Uh, yeah. When you've not got a load of funny stuff and you have to make an hour and a half movie, I don't think it works fully. You mean when you have like one funny thing? And yeah, like a, like something that might work... But you just said the opposite is why you liked Will Ferrell. Well, I'm saying something that might work as a skit on Saturday Night Live might not work as a full movie, and I don't think this succeeded 100%. Right, but what you just said about Will Ferrell in Ron Burgundy is the opposite of what you were complaining was better, about. Because the writing was better, Yeah, but you're saying, I knew who he was right away, I know how he's going to behave, that's what makes it funny. Yeah. And, and I, then this I'm, one you're saying, we know how it's going to be, and that's what right, makes it funny. All right, let me put it funny. this way. The, write, the writing in Anchorman... Or the ad-libbing. Or ad-libbing. There was literally a joke every 30 seconds to a minute. It was always a joke. Always funny, whatever somebody said. And it didn't matter who said it. It was just funny. Like, this one, there's not a joke all the time. Well, there is, because he's being funny. Yeah, I guess I didn't find him that funny then. Yeah, he's being, like, an exaggerated... Um, it's more of a personality that's funny than individual lines. But it's not enough for me. Like, um... I get who he is, and then... So his behavior isn't funny enough for he you. He has to say stuff for me to find it funny. Because um, <laughs> just him wearing a, a funny mullet and a, and a uh, weird vest isn't funny. <laughs> it's funny for a little bit, but not overall. So, it's kind of a weird one. So let's move on to the cast. Uh, Will Forte plays McGruber, who's a Saturday Night Live stand-up comedian guy. Um... I want him to do more, but I don't know if this is a showcase for, like, exactly how he is, or if it's just because it's so beloved to people, right? And it's like, everybody's like, oh my god, that's so awesome, it's perfect, whatever, that's great, but... It's a good concept. I want to see him to be do funny. some other funny thing, or other anything. 
Yeah. Because I think he's got it in him. He's got, like, really interesting... Or maybe something where he's not funny. The way he is, the way his timing and stuff, it's all pretty pretty good. I don't know what else to judge it on, except... I didn't find it funny enough or compelling enough to be, you know, I don't know. It felt a little bit... It's a hard one to... I had to kind of work at staying interested at about... 50% 50% of the time, and that doesn't mean halfway through the movie. That means about every five minutes I was kind of losing my concentration. Like, okay, okay, now this is going to be the little funny bit where you okay, let's let's move on to the whatever. And in that time, nothing surprised me or came up and went and made me go, oh, well, that was funny. Which, you know, which on, on the other hand, Tropic Thunder, they're always surprising you the entire movie. And that's what's funny. That's a good way to... And the first time you watch... Uh, Ron Burgundy, the same thing. Like the lines and stuff, you just can't believe. Yeah, you like oh, you're like, what does that like even crap. mean? It's funny, but what does that even mean? You and know? I say like Midnight Run is one of my favorite comedies of all time with Robert De Niro and Charles Grodin because every single scene, every single scene, everything they say is either like subtle and witty or it's just outright like I don't know, interesting and funny. And that I puts me in my mind. I'm waiting for every scene. To, I've seen it probably fifty times or more. And I love every single moment of it. But in this one, I can't... Other than Kristen Wiig. You know, the little moments that she does. Let's mention her. Kristen Wiig is the second person on the list. Uh, Vicky St. Elmo. <laughs> a funny name in itself. Uh, yeah, she's, for me, the movie. I bet. Whatever movie she is in, she just has to play the same thing all the time. <laughs> and you're all funny. right with that. Yeah, it's just really funny. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's, uh, comic timing is really good. And second, she doesn't have to say anything. She can just pull a face. Yeah, and she's fearless. Yeah. Like the coffee shop thing where she's on the floor oh, yeah. and stuff. She's fearless. Absolutely will just like... In fact, we saw her in that weird alternate version of Anchorman. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. the yeah. bank teller. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time we ever saw her. And that scene is like the funniest thing in that entire DVD. <laughs> Funnier than anything in the movie. I said to really? you, why did they remove this scene? Like, But it didn't really match. They had a different plot, remember? Yeah, yeah. Totally It's kind of weird, yeah. Um, but yeah, she she's always funny to me. Um, We're not saying she does a big stretch of anything. No. She, is, she has her style. If you like her on Saturday Night Live, you'll like her. And if you like yeah. her in other stuff that she's in. It's always, always very uh, straight lace. So Ryan Philippi. Funny. Crazy funny. Is Lieutenant Dixon Piper. I'm going to sneeze, maybe. Okay. I um, loved him. I thought he was absolutely, in my opinion, you like her. He's the gem of the movie to me. I'm going to sneeze, though. So. Because his reactions to <laughs> the funny guy, because they have, the one guy's totally wacky, like MacGruber, and then the Philippi guy is nice. <laughs> Got a big blast in everybody's ear. Look at my sneeze. Um, I can cut it out. <laughs> we're looking at the little lines the on the computer. The my sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> to me... There are moments he did. He sometimes I wonder: Is it Ryan Philippe looking at that actor guy, thinking like, "Holy shit, what did you just say?" And then that's his reaction, or is it him really re- like reining himself in because he's like, "I am the straight guy. I am this colonel guy. I'm the straight laced army dude." Colonel J. Uh, no, sorry, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dixon Piper. Right, he's along to do good and be part of this team to save the world and stuff. And I thought he was fantastic. There were moments when I was just like, oh, I can't wait to see the next movie from Ryan Philippe because of that moment. You don't see him very often. No? Um, one that I really remember 
with him in was that Way of the Gun. When yeah, he, where that's he was what with I was Benicio thinking Benicio Del Toro, right? Yeah. It's really good, that movie. Yeah. A long time ago, though. And I don't recall seeing Ryan Phillippe a lot mm. over the last 10 years or 20 years. 10? Like, Hasn't been 20 years. Jeez. Way of the Gun. <laughs> Do you think that was like 15 years ago, maybe? No. I don't believe so. It's been since we've been married, right? Maybe before that. Hmm. I thought it was like when Pulp Fiction and stuff like that was around. Mm. Like right then, like 94 maybe. Um, Anyway, yeah, I don't recall seeing him a lot. So it's kind of interesting to see him pop up again. And what's your opinion of him? I like him. He's also on Howard Stern recently. He's like a big fan of Howard Stern's show. um, I have to mention the coffee shop guy because he was brilliant in the face of Kristen Wiig who's ordering it. She's in the coffee shop. She's ordering a coffee or tea. And this guy has to wait on her, but his, she's, you know, she's acting very bizarre from his point of view. And he's, when she finally says or does something, he's like, yeah. wow. And uh-huh. his reaction is, I don't know his name, we didn't write it down, unfortunately, but he's really, I loved that. I don't know if he's some Saturday Night Live, maybe, and he's just somebody I don't know, but he was really good. He stole so, he stole that moment like the chick with the long hair from five dollars a day. One of those like right. it's about one minute long, but you're like that dude's awesome. So we got a uh, Powers Booth as Colonel James Faith. Most people know Powers Booth. Well, no Powers Booth from a lot of things, but Deadwood uh, particularly was a good performance from that guy. I think he does a good job of making fun of the over dramatic army. It's thing. exactly like the uh, army guy, uh, the Colonel from Rambo. Who gives... It's the same as any of these movies. But I mean... In Independence it's, it's, Day... It's even framed the scene like... Armageddon... That was what they were thinking of. All those where you've got somebody... Army person briefing the personnel. That guy. Who takes um, everything real seriously. So yeah, he's a serious but funny at the same time. Uh, Maya Rudolph plays Casey, which is a small part. But why I wanted to mention her was... Uh, she's Paul Thomas Anderson's wife. Um, and I'm sure Paul Thomas Anderson... There's a scene in a graveyard with her. Paul Thomas Anderson in a wedding dress. must have been laughing his ass off at that. <laughs> I, was, I was watching her thinking... She's also from Away We Go with Jim Krasinski. She is, yeah. That's when I discovered that she was Paul Thomas Anderson's wife when I was looking her up. I was like, no way. And if you weren't married to me, you'd be married to Paul Thomas Anderson, right? Because you yes. love him. <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson, um, Kristen Wiig... Uh, and that chick from the other movie. Yeah. Ar- Arntington. Uh, Gemma Atherton. Arthington. Um So yeah, and Angelina Jolie, if she wasn't with Brad Pitt. Good to know. She but couldn't, the, good to know that this is my competition. She couldn't bring all the... That at any moment, if I show any cracks or I, I do mm-hmm. anything even the slightest bit wrong, that these are the people that are nipping at my heels she'd have to, to leave be ten, married to you. She'd have to leave her ten kids, though, <laughs> if she was going to come away. <laughs> all right, so... Um, so that's not that's not unconditional love. Next up, we've got Val Kilmer as uh, Dieter von Kumpf, with a H. Uh, but it, but his, his name was yeah, just a that, good excuse to use the word... Cunt, yeah, quite. that joke is not funny at all. Um, Seriously, is it a bunch of dudes who wrote and made this movie? Let's just say, yes. yeah. It's of not funny. It's. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, obviously, it's called Cunt, but a lot of them mispronounce it, so it comes off as cunt. And the joke is overplayed. Like they use Oh, it gosh. Hundreds of times, it seems. After the second time, I'm like, okay, we get it. Hee hee hee, are we giggling yeah. still? But like, I did like Val Kilmer, and I really do yeah. like him. And I thought... You know, Val Kilmer can make fun of himself and he can make fun... Exactly. And he can do serious roles too. So, you know, I just found it fun to see him there. I feel like he's probably quite arrogant or something. I don't know. 
And he's one of those people I've put in the class of over, um, like, we've worked up his ass a little bit too far based on what? If you add up all the different things and really as a whole, you know, why do we, why do people revere him so? He's like an icon in Hollywood. Well, the doors, right? It's That's ama- going to be it. Amazing. What else? You could say um, the one with Robert Downey Jr. we talked about. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah but that's not what made him an, an icon. Because I bet you if you asked a Top thousand people... Top Gun made him an icon. Top Gun. But was he good in it or was it because it was Top Gun? He wasn't good in it particularly. Nobody it. really was. It was just what it was, yeah. wasn't it? Hormonal. I mean, it will make you famous, that movie. I'm not a fan of Top Gun. So. I am. I'm a big fan. I know. I'm just saying, I like him because he's got this sort of vibe about him. He feels really powerful or something. I don't know if it's my mind playing tricks on me. But I'd like to see him in more movies and not crappy ones like that shitty one we saw about the FBI, people going to train somewhere or whatever. Remember? He was their trainer guy. Yeah, what was that? It was shit. Like <laughs> was on that rookie. island or yeah. where they went to that big... I want to call it rookie, but it wasn't rookie, but something no, like that. No, they went to that big, like, you uh, disuse prison or something. Yeah, a town that yeah, had been It like... wasn't good at all. It was awful. No, and it was like he just, I don't know. He's not living up to his potential, that young man. And no. so I would like to see. <laughs> but in this, I was like, oh, 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 glimmers of relaxed, in the moment, comedy. But mm-hmm. you could see him being a Bond bad guy, even. Like a real ju- juicy bad guy. Juicy. And this movie is directed by Jarma Tacone, who is a writer for Saturday Night Live. Who wrote the Magruba thing. Nothing else. Just This Saturday. is like his fairy tale. Yeah, really. <laughs> and the song saying... You know, we made, at the beginning, we made a fucking movie. It's like them saying, yeah, oh yeah. my god, they made a movie of something. They gave us a bunch of money. And we're something that was movie. like a little idea that we had in Saturday Night Live, you know. Which, a lo- there's a lot of movies birthed from Saturday Night Live though, right? Um, different things. I mean, Anchorman um, wasn't on Saturday Night Live, but he made the character up during Saturday Night Live. But it never was on Saturday Night Live. Hot Rod came from Saturday Night Live with Andy Samberg. Saturday at the Roxbury. Yeah, A Night at the Roxbury. Superstar. With the chick who's like the Catholic girl. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat is one of the characters, this sort of androgynous, you know, have you seen that one? Pat Saves the World. That was in Coneheads? The, the Coneheads, that was, yeah, yeah. There's been movies. Jaws. But, yeah. <laughs> Schindler's List. <laughs> Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> These are just a few that started out as skits on Saturday Night Live. Correct. Um... <laughs> We're, we're we're just um, you know don't don't use us as like a, a Wiki- we're not Wikipedia no. we're not that smart <laughs> shitopedia or something <laughs> anyway so um, DVD uh, Blu-ray in this yeah another Blu-ray that actually looked good but there again 2010 films probably gonna look good filmed on digital or filmed mm-hmm. recently um, the Blu-ray is kind of lacking I think. Um, oh, extras, you mean? I'll be very honest with you. By the t- about a third of the two thirds of the way through, I was hoping there weren't any extras because I didn't care so enough. That cover reminds me of Charlie's Except Angels. Except sometimes, if you watch some extras, and it's also not fair, but it can make you like the movie a little bit more. Yeah, but this didn't have that. So, so we watched the. Um, I was left. With this my comes own with the unrated edition and the, and the theatrical edition. We watched the unrated edition, so we can't comment on the theatrical, but the unrated. Probably had some more cunts and more um, sex scenes. Um, I like that word just rolls off your tongue, so, so to speak. 
So the Blu-ray uh, version uh, contains a deleted scene. Yeah, deleted. Just scene. one. A gag reel, which was actually fairly funny. Yeah. I did like the gag reel, and a feature commentary with the cast and crew. And that is your um, full extras for this one. So it's not a high commentary. Would probably be pretty funny. Yeah, but it's not a mega loaded disc. I mean, it, to me, it's an absolute rental. That one. If that, I um, say, excuse me, I say wait until it's on like TBS. Oh, Netflix. Two in the morning. Yeah. Well, I'm saying we well, don't even have to pay extra to see it. It'll be all censored <laughs> up on TBS, though, right? That'd be fine. Um, probably well, you got is a lot of f words and a little bit of sex and c words. Um, True. Now that would be funny. How would they address that? They would have to because they're not saying it. No. So maybe they would leave it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's it for DVD extras. So in conclusion, McGruber, I for me, it was funnier than I thought it was going to be. Bear in mind, I'd never even seen the trailer to this <laughs> movie. I'm thinking that the trailer shows you the entire movie, though. Probably. I mean, all the parts. funniest parts would be included in that trailer. So going into it thinking it's probably going to be all right. That was my thing. Oh, less than all right. I got what I expected. <laughs> Charming. So, where's the phone on? So I would say um, it is all right. I mean, it was all right. Like it's throwaway completely for us. But, but if you are a fan of Saturday Night Live, I'm assuming. Funny. And there are moments of pure unadulterated laughter. I laughed my ass off just a couple of times, like very briefly though. It kind of came and went. Yeah. And then, then I'm like longing for a little bit more of that. I want to keep giggling. I want to keep laughing, and it just drops. It's got like a sugar high and a sugar low and a sugar high and a sugar low. Yeah, it's not consistent. <laughs> That's the problem. Where, like I said, other other movies like Anchorman, it's consistent. Um, not just Anchorman. There's plenty of movies where the laughter is consistent. I feel like it needed more cast to fill in some of the funny because Anchorman is full of people. Yeah. Yeah. Will Ferrell is the. Lead person in Christine Apple. A lot of cameos. But I mean, every scene has Even a, Luke somebody different, somebody extra. I mean, you could probably list 20 people that you remember yeah. from being in a movie like that or other comedies, you know, where you kind of fill in the gaps. This is really MacGruber and her and the dude, Philip Philippi. Most of the time. And then Kilmer. And I think if you'd have more people to play off of and maybe throw in a few more, you know, I don't know. I also don't think... Less shooting, more funny. Yeah, and uh, more action sequences, but not just these kind of lame shootouts that they happen to do. Just something bigger than that, I think. Stunts, more stunts. Do you know... Put it this way. Do you know, uh, here's another movie. that's Get Smart, the one with Steve Carell. It was based on a TV show. Making a mockery of it a bit, though. Like a comedy version of it. But it actually had some good action scenes that were kind of fun. It had some big action, yeah. 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 Well, do more of that, I say. Not that it was great, but yeah, no, I agree. I mean, that was mediocre, but I'd rather watch that than this one. Mm. And that wasn't as racy or anything. It wasn't racy at all. It was like a PG movie. But still, I had a, I had a laugh with that one. So, I don't know. There's a fine line, isn't there, there between is. Team America and Get Smart. Like, uh, And I, it's not I'm like this. we went in not wanting... Not like it's not because I went in not like wanting to see it, and then I just had already made up my mind because I went in not wanting to see Jennifer's body. In fact, I decided I didn't like it before I saw it, and then I saw it, and then I liked it. Yeah, and I really so liked. I'm always willing to say like, okay, that movie overall totally surprised me. I do like it. I was wrong to judge it beforehand. This one, I think I everything I thought 
was right. And I had seen the trailer, and you're right. Everything that was supposed to be funny. All right, I never saw the trailer for this one. Um, So thanks to Universal for our review (laughs) copy. Um, I want to say you can go to the contest, see site for details. Um, This podcast will probably be slightly shorter than our normal one, and we will explain why in a second. Um, Next week's... Next week we will not have a podcast, so don't tune next Monday. Have you committed to that? Yes, next Monday, Sunday. No, next Sunday, Sunday, September the nineteenth. <laughs> Twelve plus seven. Yeah, yeah. That was so. All right, Sunday, September the nineteenth. There will be no show, but we will be back the week after. Um, and the movie we'll, we'll be reviewing is entitled "Not Sure Yet." That sounds good. That's not the movie. I'm just not sure. <laughs> I bet there is a movie called Not Sure. So whatever the movie, whatever movie is around that release date, we will be reviewing. Uh, movie re- recommendations for this week. I'm going to recommend Airplane, the original Airplane. If you want something goofy with laughs every 30 seconds, Airplane, because um, that, that's how that movie succeeds. You feel like that's the flagship of these kinds of movies, taking the piss. I out don't of think other it movies. ever got better, did it? Done that. <laughs> well, Anchorman, you probably like that. I think they threw everything in an airplane, though. They were like... You know what the thing is about Anchorman? We keep bringing it up. But it's not trying to be something else. It's mm. its own thing. It's not take. It's not making fun of other movies. It's not a parody. It's not like... Here's a little... It's not like Scream or something where they're like taking a bunch of comedies and making fun scene after scene. It's its, it's own thing. It's just original characters who are... Its own... Funny. Yeah, yeah. An airplane... Like I just said, the recommendation, they literally threw every joke into one and a half hours <laughs> they could think of. About horror, um, airplane There's a joke movies. every 20 seconds or even more in every single, even if there's not a joke, a sign on the wall will be funny or just the way somebody's doing something in the background is it funny. Always, it feels very vaudevillian to me for some reason. It is. It's got some real basic, I really like it I'll still laugh. And you can still show that to like people, young youngsters, and they'll be like, "What the fuck? This movie's just bizarre." And people, it it has a lot of fans because it was the start of yeah. I mean, Naked Gun and stuff. All because of it. They didn't take it any further though. That's the problem. The Naked Gun movies were fine, but Airplane was still the funniest. And Airplane Two was actually just as funny. And let's be honest, Scream taking the taking you know taking that kind of idea from horror movies was good. It was they're, a good... They're bringing it back. Change, it was a good, uh, like, oh, yeah, because you and I grew up watching those, and so this is a parody of all that, but... Yeah. Scream's coming back, by the way. Scream 4. I saw that. Um, and uh, my other recommendation, <laughs> we've mentioned it 50 times, Anchorman. <laughs> surprise, surprise. So there's funny. two funny movies. Now, someone might watch Anchorman after you've recommended it and be like, that guy's an idiot. This movie is so stupid. My third funniest <laughs> movie, if I just want to... Of all time? If I want a real laugh, and I'll get the DVD and put it in because it's hilarious, is Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> yeah. I I would um, have those three as my... Monty Python? Yeah. Any Monty Python movie's funny. Shaun of the Dead's really funny and classic, I think. A classic. Because it's actually a zombie movie, but it's funny. You know? It, go, it can work as both. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so what are your recommendations? My recommendations are because I wanted to revisit Val Kilmer and rekindle, maybe find again, why... I'm not sure that I ever was in love with him as an actor person, except individual things. I remember these, Top Secret, 
and Real Genius. Oh, yeah. When I was young, 80s kind of thing, where they're wacky. Top Secret is like an airplane thing. Wacky, right? I think so. Yeah, it is. It's not, yeah. ho- not hot shots. Oh, they both are. I mean, Real Genius is it's not a parody one, but Real Genius right. is just like a goofy, you know, he's like a genius in college, and but he's up against the administration, and then there's some saving the world kind of element to it, and it's kind of goofy and weird. And uh, Top Secret has a lot of... Um, yeah, it's on the heels of airplane, but in the spy. Yeah, I was going to say in Russia, something to do with Russia. Right, and um, there's a great big giant phone, which is one of the things I remember. But that's Val Kilmer, and that's probably why I think of starting again with him, and that's what I plan to do: start again, look for whatever it is that makes him whoever he thinks he is. I don't know. I need to just. Uh, it's just the doors going. Get the Blu-ray of the doors. I know that's good. Watch it. But one movie does not a legend make. No, it doesn't, but sometimes it does, right? That's what I mean. I need to rethink some of these people. Give credit where credit is due. Doors is awesome. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, he's awesome because he's a whole different character than he used to. It's a cool movie as well. Um, I just need to... I like to sometimes figure out, is it the PR of a person or is it the person? On a completely different note, just I want to mention this before I go into games and A-Scully stuff. This week, this popped into my head. The Truman Show is probably one of the best movies of all time. I agree. Like, really. I, I agree. I, uh, somebody mentioned it on something, and I was like... Because it all flashes back in my mind, and I was like... Some people hate it. Absolutely it's hate absolutely it. It's absolutely one of the best movies. And I don't ever. get that. Because it's so... You know what it is? It digs into your mind. I can see every scene in my head. Me too. Like Bending over doing the lawn. How, how intricate it is too, you know. The boat finally going. Oh, see, I just thought of that. Good evening. Da-da-da-da. Opening the door. And I'm all, I'm there. Like so, emotionally. since we're in a space-time continuum, we don't know what date it is today. Well, <laughs> it is September the 12th, but it's probably not. Um, games and A. Scully stuff. Um, I cannot, I've just, well... You don't know what's going on. I will just say, I am going on a trip. Not well, today. let me just do games and A-Scully stuff. Yeah, but I want to explain why you're not talking about stuff you've played well, this week. I'm play- I'm just going to talk about two things. But quickly. you're going to play. On the week of Sunday, September the 12th, I will be playing some games. One will be Halo Reach, the new Halo game. And one will be Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions. I have no idea what they are like. I do not own them yet. But in the future... Why couldn't I explain this before you said that? I'm going to say... in the future, when you listen to this, I will have played I'm going on a trip. Today is actually September the 7th? 4th? What is it? (laughs) This is why I'm... (laughs) Today is the 6th. Okay, September the 6th. No, it's not the 6th. It's the 12th. Sunday, September the 12th. No, it isn't. It's the 6th. And I'm going on a trip on the 11th to Germany with my mother for uh, like 12 days. So that's why we're doing this... In advance, so when you're listening to this, it's September 12th or 13th or whatever, and that's why our time thing is a little. I will have up. played some games, but because we won't be recording, and we did watch two movies today for the Correct. occasion. I think we should have watched three so that nobody, because next week there won't be a two was fine. We we've not ate yet. It's we haven't eaten anything. Two o'clock like in the morning. Handful of popcorn and two cookies. That's why. So had. two was good. Three we would have been here at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Um, so yeah, hey, Halo Reach, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions will be the two games I will have played on this date, but I cannot talk about them. I'll have to talk about them in another week and a half. Yeah. And what have you got? And my stuff, uh, what's for dinner? I don't know what I'm having for dinner right now, because as you're listening to this, I'm in Germany. and the Sausage. Lady, 
the lady who is our kind of hostess, the person that my mother knows who we're going to visit, and she's going to show us around, she said to me last week in an email that my mother and I mention food a lot, and she doesn't care about food. She's not planning anything for food. It's not a part of her plans. Wiener schnitzel. Now, the thing is, she lives there, right? We've never been there. My mother and I love food. And to me, it's a huge part of going to a different country. So we'll have to see how that pans out. So right now, as you're listening to this, I'm probably there in Deutschland. Not probably, you are. Deutschland. Well, it depends on when they're listening. They might be listening in 2012. Right. <laughs> I won't be there. Mm-hmm. At that moment, I won't be. But um, So I'm interested to see how that pans out. Because if someone were to come here to visit us, and someone has from England, I'm all about to getting them to restaurants and the food and... It's just a primary thing because you learn a lot about a place when you go to restaurants and whatnot. So we'll see how that goes. And, you know, the plans for the trip are uh, do lots of driving around. We'll be going to the Alps. We'll be going to Frankfurt and Munich. And we will not. We chose, my mother and I chose not to do any of the Holocaust museums or anything. Because oh, she we're said like, she was going to one. No, she did not. She asked us if we wanted to. And I sent the email and said, you know what? I think I've pretty much figured it out. I don't want to think of my trip of Germany as a revisit to World War II. I can read about it. I don't need to physically be there. And my mother agreed. And so we're going to see Germany for what it is. We're going to I've, drive I've around. seen it. I've already been there, by the way. Right. I'm going to, we're going to drive around a lot in the country. She lives in the country. We're going to go to some historic reenactment bread and breakfast thing which sounds really cool where they do everything by hand and it's a farm and that kind of stuff and we're going into the cities to we're going to go to the castle that inspired something for disney i don't know if it's that main disney castle or if it's the cinderella i don't know which one it is i think it's that one in the opening sequence so we're going to go there i think that's the only touristy thing we're going to do I'm looking forward to it i mean i love flying i'll be very honest with you if i could go drive to the airport get on the plane Get off the plane and get on a bus and then get on a train and then get in a car and drive all over the country. That would be my ideal vacation with lots of food. Because <laughs> I love traveling around and the, particularly the public transportation. When I went to Mexico, my mom and I would just get on buses that, to me, it was like freaking me out. Because they don't all say where they're going and they're halfway. Some of them are kind of run down. Some are brand new. People are piling in really quickly. You don't know where to get off. Obviously, I don't know where I'm at. My mom knew all about it. She knew how much to pay. and That was so exciting. It's like the most mundane thing, getting on the city bus. But to me, it was like I didn't understand what anybody was saying. I didn't couldn't read the signs. Some dude was always getting on singing right next to you and then wanting some money. Not begging, but you know. And I found that it's like you're really digging into the life there. By doing that, instead of hopping on a tourist bus and driving to the next tourist destination and getting your little band around your wrist and everybody filing in and da-da-da-da, take their pictures and then everybody eat together and everybody, you know, I mean, that doesn't sound appealing to me at all. So I'm hoping this trip will be so, kind of like a nice tour around, but on our own terms. On after the show number 140, you will be able to tell us all. Yeah. That. So um, what's for dinner tonight? What's for dinner? I don't know. I bet I know what you're having. You're going to be having... Um, well, I'll be on my own, so... Yeah, you'll be having a veggie burger. Bachelor food. Some fridge fries and some frozen peas. It'll cooked be to perfection. Correct. And then followed by cookies and tea. Yeah. And I'll be having... Well, I don't know. Wiener Schri- schnitzel. I'm going to s- try Sausage that. casserole. <laughs> and um, what else is famous in Germany? 
bratwurst. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, I want to stick with the vegetarian thing, even though I don't say we're vegetarian. I just don't. We just. I don't eat meat anymore. But I feel like I'm going there, and that's a big part of their culture. I mean, not according and to everyone. Just eat sausages. But it's also one of the most vegetarian-friendly countries in Europe. I've read all about it. I've looked it up. I've tried to see if there's just like if around every corner. If this woman's not interested in food, then maybe she could just give you an apple. Um, she also said she didn't understand why I would only want to eat vegetables. So that could be an obstacle. But then again, I'm not going to make a big deal Does about it because that's not why I'm there. I, I don't know if she thinks it's being demanding or something. I don't know what it is. But to me, it's like if we go to a restaurant, which she said we're not going to restaurants because it's too expensive. And if but we're eating, she's, I don't think she plans on us paying for anything. She right, finds well, that brash. So then you can go to restaurants because you'll pay. No, I mean, that's her point. She's our hostess, like, right? Yeah, if we go to a restaurant I mean, and mom or I pay... That's insulting her. That's the vibe I get. So I'm going to have to tiptoe around that a bit. And other than that, she buys food in bulk from the grocery store. And that's what we'll be eating as we travel in the car. So I don't know what that means either. So I can get like... You'll be eating bread and sausage in the car. (laughs) Well, like, you know, pre-made. I mean, if it's like um, power bars and cookies and shit, that's fine too. But I want to have the... It'll be bread and stuff. You know, German... And water. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, that will be my experience. That'll be fine. I just, uh, it'll be curious. I'm interested. I'm anxious. All right, then. So, um, Sauerkraut. There's another one. Yeah, you'll be eating some of that. I hope so. I love so, it. So, um, yeah, so for dinner, who cares? Because you're not even here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's it for this week. I want to uh, thank you for listening to the. Um, you know what we should have done? We should have really planned it out. So, when I'm there, I could actually do a show on Skype from Germany. That would have been awesome. Yeah, but I'm sure you'll. Be too busy to do that, so probably. I want to thank you for listening. Uh, you can check out our website, sitar.com and ascully.com. I'm getting a severe sense of deja vu here. Um, you can also check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, YouTube. You can catch the podcast on ascully.com. Click on the word podcast. You can subscribe on the Zoom Marketplace, iTunes Music Store. Click the RSS feed, use Google Reader, whatever your RSS reader of choice is. Email feedback to me, aschoolyaschoolyacom. You can email feedback to SidTalk at sidtalkimingermany.com. <laughs> and uh, stay classy. Um, and I'm going to say... Oh, um, oh, that's pretty basic. Start again. Stay classy. My other thing, my other stay classy was absolutely in bad taste, so I'm not going to say that one. Good. So stay classy, Magruba. <laughs> He reigns in the taste. The it taste. Was real, it was not. Okay, okay. That's all we need to know because you're going to be inspired to say it. And I'm going to say, think for yourself or someone's going to do it for you. And remember that next week when I'm not around. Keep it in your mind. Replay the end of this again. Think for yourself or someone will do it for you. And next week, you know you'll miss us. <laughs> so just listen to one of the old ones again. Yeah, go back to number one. Re- restart with us the way I'm going to restart with Bill Gilmer. <laughs>